Yo, this is Joe Kim Morales, owner of Battle Club Pro, representing for the family. You're listening to the Big Gold Belt Podcast. Keep your ears up and your gold shiny. What is going on, everybody? Oh, man. First of all, let me apologize for the delay. Untimely Windows updates were the cause here. So blame your local Microsoft people for having that show go out late. But it's all good. It's all good. We're here tonight, and we're getting the show uh, started. Um, Hill Will will join in a little bit. But um, it's two chains here, the big gold belt. And uh, tonight we got a special. I always say we got special guests, but this one's going to be really special because, like, a lot of times it's, there's like this feel of like big time celebrity and this feels like it's so unapproachable and it's just like they're there and I'm here. But this is going to be one of the most like family oriented type of interviews besides family oriented language, because we're just going to say whatever the hell we want to say. But um, this is this is I'm, I'm, I'm excited for this episode because I think you guys um, are going to get I think everyone's going to take something special from it tonight. But tonight we do have the owner of. Battle Club Pro, which is doing amazing things in New York area. Joe Kim Morales, what's up, buddy? How's it going? What's up, my brother? Man, it's good to talk to you. Man, I um, I just it, we talked so much off air. I don't even know what direction I want to start with this one. Now, but um, I just gotta say, man, thank you again for so much for the things you do as far as the promotion, but just being a hell of a guy. Like um, anybody that's that's been to a Battle Club show, you know. Anybody that hasn't been to a battle club show, you will find out um, as you should make your way up into New York uh, come June 21st, where they're going to have some unfinished business, nice. uh, which their next show um, is going to be off the chain. I'm going to talk about their last show a little bit, too. But um, you do have a week to prepare to get yourself up there. Um, it's uh, 185 L. Ray. Am I saying that right? Ellery. Ellery, Ellery Street, uh, Brooklyn, New York. Um, and you know, our local base is here in DC, but for you guys that maybe want to make that drive, you're just about three and a half hours, but it's absolutely worth it because the show is phenomenal. The culture is phenomenal. Everyone you're going to, you're going to walk into battle club thinking that you've been there before. Cause that's just how it just feels. It's like not tight niche with like clicks and stuff like that. You know, all that high school propaganda BS. This is literally feels like a family reunion each time you go in there and everyone's just like, you know, welcoming and, you know, energy, you know, welcoming, uh, friendly, all, all types of good things that what you want independent wrestlers, uh, independent wrestling to be. But, um, obviously the owner and the head of this master and the mastermind of this Joe Kim, we're going to tap into his brain a little bit. We're going to stray away from all the dumb questions that's always already been asked. <laughs> and then we're going to talk about the upcoming show next week. But um, again, yeah. So how's how's it going today? How you feeling? Oh man, I'm I'm good. Uh, today was a bit rough at at my shoot job. Yeah. Um, you know, I uh, in real life I, I work in a 
special education high school. The kids can be, be a bit much, you know, yeah. and, and on rainy days, they, they like to turn up. So, yeah. And before nine o'clock, I stopped like five fights. <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely appreciate your work in that, too. I mean, yeah, that is definitely it takes a, a it takes a special type of person to be able to handle that type of job. So, yeah. you know, appreciate your work in that as well. Awesome, but yeah. um. But besides the shoot job, your baby battle club, um, a lot of, again, a lot of information is already out there, but I just want to know from you, and, and this is sort of less a testimony. When you hear battle club come off of the tongue of people, either, you know, or see it on Twitter and stuff like that. And you know, obviously all the hard work, you hard work, sacrifices and, and dedication that you put into the promotion genuinely just how does it feel for you just to know that people acknowledge it with just such prestige as it is i mean it it means the world to me because you know the the goal is for the fans to see it um because you know it's, it's a product it's, it's entertainment but when the people who work with us and that's the primary thing nobody works for me we all work in conjunction there is no show without the wrestlers. There's no show without the staff, the sponsors, camera crew, commentary, announcers. Like so, we all work together. the 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 main focus is that the people who are working with you feel at home. The yeah. work environment is somewhere they want to be. We've all had those garbage jobs where you dread clocking in, and the, <laughs> the moment you clock in. You hope to blink and the eight hours is over so you can clock <laughs> out. That's, that's, that's never what I want. I want it to be welcoming to like, hey, I see you. I haven't seen you in months. You know, sometimes it's years and give me a hug. How you doing? How's the family? Talk to me. Hey, I saw that you did this on the West Coast. And, oh, I saw that, that you had the, the performance center trying out. Like, I want the love to, to spread. When, yeah. the, when the employees are happy and they're comfortable, that's going to – transition and translate to the fans and then they're going to feel it. Yeah. Um, also something too, that I, 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 I was going to mention off air, but I, it's good. I could thought of it just now, something that you do that really stood out to me and you explained to it in the past is that, as you, you know, mentioned how um, you want everyone to feel included and um, you're very thankful for the support of everybody that goes to, that goes to battle club and, you know, the people that sit there and they contribute to it. When you come out and you address the fans, that is what you, I, I guess we're going to say that's your t your tradition now. Like you do it all the time. Uh, but honestly, such a humble guy. And, and even that time, even, you know, watching it live, uh, even being there at, at live for the last show and I'm um, even watching some of the streams, you kind of seem like you're lost at worst at time. But like, I, I again, I said, I want to tap into your brain a little bit. When you come through the curtains, and you know you have to prepare to address the crowd. What is what is the emotions that going on? And um, obviously you can catch people up as far as the decision to want to always do that. So um, I can tell you. So it started uh, at at May the Villain Reign, um, May sixth, twenty seventeen. Um, which I mean, I, I'm not. So I mean, everybody knows Carlos Aristides, the founder of Battle Club. He was the original mm -hmm. owner. I decided to pass it off onto me. He said it was built for this. Um, but it started there because he saw the work I was putting in. Like anytime he needed something, I was there. And I had told him from when he originally wanted to bring me on board, I wanted to be more than just a commentator. I want to do it all. I want to be a partner. So it, it started there 
because he felt like it was something I earned. And I was like, are you, are you, are you ribbing me? Are you, are you, you're bullshitting me, right? He goes, nah, man, do it. Go ahead, do it. You deserve it. And I was like, okay. Um, so I do a little entrance. And I like, you know, the crowd makes noise. I'm not going to sit here and say they pop. Like, I'm not, you know, Austin in the 97 Rumble or whatever. <laughs> but, you know, they, they make some noise. And I'm like, oh, man, that, that feels really good. Um, and that was the same night that we had announced that we were bringing in British Strong Style. And that was something that Carlos had really worked on. And I had convinced him to do it in Brooklyn. So when it was announced that it was Brooklyn, everybody on that was like me. So the crowd kind of like threw it my way. And I was like, I have a million and a half things to say. <laughs> I, 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 want, I want an opportunity to say it. So the next time around when we got to Brooklyn is where it happened first. Uh, it was my junior high school gym. Yeah. Um, what a moment it is for that. Right. So it's Taking like, it back. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm bringing my, the thing I love my entire life, the thing I love most, to my neighborhood, to where I went to school, to where I balled. And I had people in the crowd that I grew up with and family and friends. And it's just like the, the opportunity to, to announce, to talk to them and just tell them how it came together and how much I appreciate it. And it's just a crazy high. And, and it's hysterical because, you know, I'm, I'm right, I'm right, we're at the curtain and <laughs> the lab is doing their pre show um, right before us. But I was going to, because I was announcing, uh, doing commentary for the lab. So I'm waiting and Ken Dixon looks over at me, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, what? He goes, he's, he's like, Fucking announcers getting entrances. <laughs> and then anybody that knows that guy, we know that's a hundred percent. Literally, now, but now, now here's karma. So I look at him. I'm like, you know, I, I put the show together, bro. Like, All right, so whatever. I come out again. The crowd makes noise. Um, I address them. Now, Mr. Dixon has a killer match. Forgets his vest. <laughs> Forgets his vest. Okay, so this is my neighborhood, my junior high. Uh-huh. I, I work five minutes away. Uh, so he hits me up. He's like, yo, I lost my vest. Is there any way you can uh, find it for me? So I go, because like I said, I, I work five minutes away. I'm literally I'm able to work, walk to that school. Mm-hmm. I grab the vest. I was like, all right, I got it. I'm actually going to be driving down to D.C. in two weeks to hang out with some friends. Mm-hmm. Where Can I can I link up with you? Oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. So I drive it to, to him, to his house. He goes, dude, I fucking love you. I was like, you're going to talk shit about my entrances now? <laughs> he, he, puts his head, he puts his head down. Now, that's one of the most pr- – because Dixon is such a proud bastard. Yeah. He put his head down like this motherfucker got me. <laughs> but, you know, a guy I, I love. I love his work. I love the fact that he's so bold. He's, yeah. he's not about the – you know the the and it's it's totally fine to be metro a metrosexual male, but he's he's blunt. You know he's burly. Yeah. Like, that's him, and yeah. I love that because everybody needs to be different. But yeah. it was just it was hysterical. So that's yeah. kind of like that whole that's where it began, and and literally every show since then has been different. So yeah. after British Strong Style, it was the first time we went to Jersey, mm-hmm. um, and that was cool because it was like when you dress the crowd, it's like. You guys followed us to Jersey. Mm-hmm. And then while this is going on, I'm getting more and more responsibilities because, 
you know, unbeknownst to me, Carlos in his head is training me to take over. I don't see it. I just see it as more responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> so March comes and I do it again. I make the address and Mia is, you know, unable to perform, but she's mm -hmm. like, I'm still down. I still want to come. I still want to do it. Mm -hmm. And that was, that was the first show that like 95% of the show I put together. Nice. And it was just from there, it became a hundred percent with, you know, little hearsay from Carlos. And he told me in July, looks at me, he goes, yeah, I'm done. I said, what? <laughs> I'm done. That's it. I'm gone. I'm it's like, all what? yours. Yeah. He's like, it's yours. <laughs> it's what, are you yours. <laughs> what are you talking about? But yeah, so that's, that's what it is. Every show it's been different. Um, you know, at women crush Wednesday, it, it was real emotional. Cause you know, like I had addressed the crowd, like I lost my grandfather. Yeah. I, right. Battling, I mean, it's not diagnosed, but you just, just, just the sad, the depression, the, you know, it, it's tough. Mm -hmm. I was, you know, fighting out in and out of that, you know, literally, like literally considering canceling. And, I, and I'm so happy I didn't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, every show since then, it's the address has been different yeah. in one way or another. Um, and it's just, it's, an, it's a great, it's an adrenaline rush, you know, whether it's 40 people in the crowd, because that's what happened to us in Connecticut, which was terrible. Um, <laughs> um, but the show was great. Yeah. But you know, or, you know, f almost 500 people, which was in, in, in Brooklyn for, for a British strong style show. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's just, it's, it's, I know why the guys do it now. Like I'm not going to put my body on the line. No, it's you guys do that. I'm a big klutz. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even play basketball without getting hurt. But you know, it, for me, it's like my payoff. Yeah. Because the goal is not like I I I'm, I have no interest in blood money. Yeah. I don't want to build a financial empire off the backs of these guys. Yeah. And these wonderfully talented women. Yeah. I want them to be able to showcase their talents, and they get their paydays. Yeah. And. And, and and on and on that note too, anybody before I even met you, anybody you know that's ever <laughs> anybody that I know that's ever mentioned you have always had good things to say. Mia's obviously a, a good friend of mine. Um, Harlow's a good friend as well, and uh, Tasha Steele's all these people that are progressively. Mia obviously is in NXT, and Harlow and Tasha Steele's are are should should shouldn't be on the indies much longer based on their rate of work. Right. Um, and again, these people uh, again every other sentence when it comes down to um, a lot of the people that um, has helped them really get to the point. Yeah. Always got tons of words to say for you. So like, obviously, you know, the selfless acts that you've been, you know, been doing obviously has been paying off and it's showing and that's good. I think that's, that's really what, you know, that's, that's the gratitude that we want is just to know that, you know, we're doing good and we're doing good for other people and the other people are progressing in the ways that we would like to see them. Um, yeah. Also, too, I would like to just take a second, too. You got to jump in here with me as well, too, because uh, I know you're really big about this. And we're talking about help. We might as well just drop some of your sponsors for this upcoming uh, show, Unfinished Business, because uh, there's about 10 of those guys. And I think that it's, <laughs> it's worth noting, uh, we'll, we'll, you know, your sponsors, your management team, all those good people. So, you know, the people I'm familiar with, obviously, is the Salty Chip Show with Damien, obviously, the Jobber Tears. Um, obviously, the shows are hosted on Title Match um, Wrestling Network and True Hill Heat, who I've, I've watched material and stuff from. But what else you got? Going, that's some of your sponsors for this upcoming show. So um, Shock Talk is um, Shocky Woodard, 
Shaki Woodward is uh he's a, he's a he's a kid who's you know trying to work his way into the business. He's uh, training at H two O. He nice. wants to become a, com- a commentator. He wants to be a ring announcer. So it's his it's his you know interview kind of process. Uh, he's just a good kid. Always er- always early to the show. Always willing to help out. So nice, you know. He he doesn't like he he's very quiet. He's reserved, so he he sticks to the back and he gets whatever he can done, and he's appreciative of it. Yeah, and he's always you know talking with me. Shaki's great. JM Punk is our resident uh, artist. He he's done a whole bunch of commissions for the stars that have come through the Battle Club uh, curtains. Mm-hmm. Um, we mentioned the the Bounty in Kings County, the British Strong Style Show. He did the artwork for it, the wanted nice. the wanted posters, which uh, are beautiful, and they are coming back for the next show. Nice. Um, the Jersey Rick and Crew High Spot Podcast. I mean, these guys. You talk about guys who kick ass. They're at almost every Wrestle Pro show. They try to do anything from adult entertainment to wrestling to just sports. Like they're all over the place. They've done commentary always doing interviews. I mean, and they're, they're super professional. They're another set of great guys. Jeff and, and Brian always willing to help, always asking, hey, is there anything else I need? Uh, shot of wrestling. Green Man. Everybody knows Green Man. <laughs> he's, he's, he's awesome. His partner is another guy. Just, you know, genuine. Enjoying the business, trying to keep it fun, trying to keep it loose. Uh, Access Self Storage is wonderful storage company in Long Island City. Brooklyn that's uh, allowing us to store our ring there yeah, and you nice. know they want they want their publicity in turn so that's the deal we got and they're great and they're always looking for business and they want to give out you know free swag at the shows nice and, oh yeah no, no it's all working in conjunction yeah um so before i get to the last sponsor i want to mention some groups uh, yep i like wrestling huge group in the New York area and they're all over their fans are all over the world but like they do these awesome pay-per-view parties just like the Jabba Cheers podcast so it's like friendly competition you know they're at Jack Dempsey's and the other ones that Mm -hmm. that Jabba Cheers podcast is at Legends so yep you know guys who have been with us you know not necessarily sponsored but you know been supportive since day one Sony Sofrito I have no real issues with him. You know, sometimes when you're in business, you have falling outs, but he's Mm -hmm. been great to me, and that's wonderful. Um, THWF, True Hardcore Wrestling Fans, I believe is what it stands for. Um, Guys like Ian, Pamela Northman, like, again, fans show up. You know, they they don't want anything extra, but they're just super supportive. They're always posting. They're always liking and subscribing and and viewing, and it's just awesome to have that, you know – Sean Neutron, Squirrel uh, Circle Sound Off, yeah, awesome guy. Um, just, just so much, so much love. I mean, I, I could be here forever thinking, <laughs> thanking people because you know none of this is possible without them. Um, but Review Fix, ReviewFix.com is a journalistic website where you know they literally they review things, anything, games, music, um, movies, wrestling. They do rank power rankings for wrestling. Um, companies, um, the head, the the guy, the man behind that, the mastermind behind that is Patrick Higgy Jr., longtime friend, went to high school with him. Yeah. Let me tell you, this guy, I call him Mega Hustle. <laughs> <laughs> I, yo, so the man's married. The man has a beautiful baby girl. He is a professor. He is 
an author. He runs Review Fix, and he is a voice actor, and he helps with Jeez. with um, writing and and production of multi multiple video games. Mm. Um, uh, the Padre, Croom, uh, which is being in development. Bro, this dude is always working and still <laughs> always has time to be with his daughter. Like the dude is an inspiration. In true um, New York fashion. Bro, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I tell people all the time, I have three shoot jobs and I do wrestling. So like, that's just, yeah, in true New York fashion. But this guy's a badass. He's dropping his second book. His first book was The Mind Behind Video Games. You know, the story of developers. Cause he realized that like, perfect example is who created uh, GTA? Um, uh, uh, Rockstar. Wrong. That's the company that did the production. Who's the developer? Ah, uh, and that's why you got to read his book. Okay. <laughs> Yo, he's now he's coming out with his second edition, the adventure edition. So it's just adventure games. Mm -hmm. He's got so much in the works. I gotta check that out. Yo, I, I man, I love him. He's super supportive. We're yeah. always kicking it. You know, talking wrestling. Talking everything, talking life, you know, just hang out. We've done conventions together. Yeah. Some of the some of the coolest stuff I've, I've ever done is just because he's like, "Hey, you want to do this with me?" And yeah, and go, you know, so it's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, those, those sponsors, they help make this show happen. You know, they're all great. And 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 the best thing is that along with the culture of Battle Club, they fit in. Yeah, they're they're wholesome. Yeah. They're approachable. They're they've got that family feeling. You know, I don't. It's 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 a business. But it's, you know, like grandma would always say, it's you catch more bees with honey. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I got to What what high school did you go to? Because for some odd reason, because uh, upon my research um, of preparing for the show, I, I didn't hear about him. But like everybody from your management team went to your high school. So like yeah. <laughs> did your high, school, this, your high school flourish for this business, I see. <laughs> so uh, we, we went to um, William. E. Grady Technical okay. Vocational High School. It's a high school, right? The reason you don't know about it because it's literally across the street from Lincoln, from Lincoln uh, High School. So, okay, Lincoln's the home of Stefan Marbury. Yeah, yeah. So you know they're known for balling. So it's like, hey, you're, you're overshadowed by Lincoln. <laughs> but yeah, uh, everyone on the management team did. We all went to the same high school. We were all friends for twenty years because of that high school and. You know, it wouldn't trade it for the world, man. Yeah. We are where we are right now because of that place. So did y'all ever have those conversations at the lunch table drawing up matches or just any of that type of fantasy booking to think back 20 years later and have like a little like smile of relief? Like, damn, we we did it. <laughs> check, check, check this out. We had we had uh, Uno Company. <laughs> Bro, we had an Uno Company. With so many, uh, so we would have championship belts. <laughs> and we, would, and we, would, uh, we would play Uno four, um, and then we had we had. I I every time I tell somebody this, it revolutionizes the way they play Uno. We came up with the Mick Foley rule. Okay, let's hear. It. So let's say you got four people playing Uno, right? Yep. Guy has Uno and he wants to be a bit of a dick. He, you say he has Uno, so one card left, yeah, right? One card okay. left. Okay. He wants to be a dick. He Uno outs with a draw. The okay. Mick, the Mick Foley rule states that if the next three players throw out a draw, he has to come back into the game and pick all those cards up. 
<laughs> we would have Uno games that would last periods. Bro, I kid you not, there was a there was a point like our high school did wonders for us <laughs> more than others. There yeah. was a point where we would spend nine periods in the lunchroom. <laughs> <laughs> well, if if I can say if it's okay, um for those front row VIP um uh, ticket that's still available. Uh, you might want to pitch the idea of being one of the most aggressive Uno games of all time. <laughs> bro, bro, it was it was it was Uno and Dominoes. Okay, and man, did we go ham when it came to Dominoes? <laughs> I had I had a I had a signature move. <laughs> I had a signature move. <laughs> I would I would I would I would get a I would you know uh, get a two game win. Uh huh. In Spanish, we call it capicu. Okay. Haitian is teca best. But, you know, where you have you have a bone that's, let's say it's a four and a five, and you got a four and a five on each end. So you mm-hmm. lock the game. My signature move was, was to be with, to win with the double. So it's a six on each side. The game is technically locked, but I have that double six bone. Mm-hmm. I, I would throw it down. I would throw it down and smash the table like King Kong. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, and shall I say again? In true New York fashion here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bro, yo, high school was was, was awesome for stuff like that. But Man. yeah, so it, it, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. But yeah, no. so it started with Uno, went into Domino's, and then every wrestling fan at one point or another decides to wrestle each other. You know, it's just the yeah. natural thing. Yeah, so Of course. So that's what we did. We found a place to, to wrestle each other like idiots, and, and we came up with storylines. We, we filmed it. We had, it was, I, I'm so happy that the footage is nowhere. Um, um, Mike Sabs, uh, best friend in the whole world, love him to death. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually had his like uh, promotional like final project. He used footage from the wrestling show, to, <laughs> and it worked for him. And he passed the class. And 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 coincidentally, I, I mean. I, you probably don't care about this, but the head of the UFT for New York mm-hmm. is, uh, um, oh my God, his name is escaping me now. Uh, it's not McGlone. Um, it's killing me. What that that guy mm-hmm. is uh, Mogru, Mr. Mogru. There you okay. go, Michael Mogru. He was the teacher that he used that final project for. <laughs> he, is, he is now my union leader. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy has watched me dumb do some really dumb shit and decided to pass my best friend with that. Full <laughs> circle, baby. Full circle. That's crazy. That is funny. <laughs> man, I tell you, high school, man, you some of the best days of your life, man. And I think yeah. too, I think that um I think that's why a lot of us just like wrestling because I think we always like the idea of creating, you know, spectacles, characters, storylines, and stuff like that. And then you get older, you start appreciating the work that it takes for um, not only just promoters and the business that's uh, hosting the show, but the workers that got to get there and stuff like that. And I think that comes full circle as it is like to say, like, you know, it's, it, it is, it's extremely cool. And these people are some of the most talented people all over the world. And independent wrestling not only gives you that experience, but it also becomes intimate with you because you can see that person that just worked their ass off in a ring five minutes later at the merch table and you know, you can um, help them out by buying merch 
five second conversations, picture ops. It's just, it's, it's just a pleasant thing. And I think one thing about battle club too, is not only do you just get that experience as well too, but everyone is like that. You know, it's not, it's not like clicks. The bad thing about high school, no one like right, everyone's right. accepted. It's, it's for everybody. And, yeah. I, and I think that's such a really, um, I think that's such a strong message when this atmosphere, independent wrestling do not really portray that. I yeah. think we can agree that that's not a lateral thing that everyone's not going to get everywhere. And another thing, I definitely let you add something to that. New York is a goddamn really competitive state when it comes down to compet- uh, to independent wrestling. And the fact that you let the competition side pull aside because competition breeds envy and all other types of negative statement at times, the fact that you're able to do your own thing confident and create a, a culture outside the norm um, it's, it's a tremendous thing. It really is. Well, you know, um, the it, it is it's it's highly competitive, and what's what's paramount is that not only is it highly competitive, but there are there are um, incredible shows. I mean, uh, Capital Wrestling is doing a few shows in Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, WrestlePro constantly visits Brooklyn. They always sell out. Um, GCW, ICW. There's just there's companies that come out here. MLW. Every like, I feel like every month and a half they're out here and they're they're destroying it, and that's wonderful. You know, competition creates a cash flow, mm-hmm. um, and you've got to find your niche where to be different. I think where I, with where I feel like Battle Club fits in, where we fit as a as a company is it's it's family oriented. We're not competing with anybody. Yeah, we're competing with ourselves. And we're envious of no one. I want nothing more than companies who are on, you know, not not on the grand stage like an MLW or a WrestlePro or, or Capital who's always on TV. I would like nothing more for companies like Three Combination, like uh, the BWF, for those companies who might not get the same eyes, like to succeed. If everybody's succeeding, mm-hmm. that's great. I have no intentions of taking any any money from anyone. Or, or or trying to to murder anybody's company or that's not what I'm about. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't care about that. Like, I'm a, I'm a I'm a push. I'm a succeed. Not because I, I'm I'm gonna do it in spite of you. Because that's what I want to do. And if I want to succeed, I'm gonna fo- I'm gonna focus on myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna f- pay attention to anybody else or what it is you're doing. Yeah. And 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 it, it's it's it is it's hyper competitive, but. I'm I'm not letting I'm not allowing that to deter me. I know what my mission is. I want to be the best version of Battle Club possible. The goal is um to be synonymous. You hear yeah. New York City independent wrestling, Battle Club comes up. Yeah. Right now, right now, those the names that pop up initially, especially if you're from here, is the New York Wrestling Connection, who I mean they got they pump out stars left and right. And then House of Glory. Like yeah. everybody knows House of Glory, and justly so. They put on banger of shows mm-hmm. we're not competing against them we're competing against ourselves we want to be better we want to be the best we want to be at their level we want to people to realize if they're coming to this city this amazing crazy never sleep lights are always <laughs> on you can, you can hop on the train where you can see a ninja turtle and a rat on two different <laughs> ends you know we want to be synonymous with good amazing welcoming professional wrestling yeah now, uh, one one question I do have to ask is that um, New York, 
when it when it comes down to media, um, at movies, television, um, music, New York always has such a particular style to it. How does Battle Club embrace the New York style flavor outside of what it may be in, in a Chicago area or so forth, Texas or some or sort? Besides being family oriented, how how does it embrace the New York culture? Well, I mean, so when you're when you're from around here, um, I'm not gonna say one of the other terms, but it's like when you are about it, like you you know you you move a certain way. Okay. Um, uh, I'm not the biggest Lil Wayne fan, but when he said "real G's move in silence like lasagna," yeah, if you are a real New York dude, you ain't gonna worry about the next man. Like, if you hustling on one corner, if that's what you got to do for your family to survive, you ain't gonna worry about who's pushing weight on the other corner. You want to get your funds. You want to move your bands. Yeah, and so that's what we're doing. Like, yeah, we're raw. We're 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 in your face when it comes to the competition. You know, it sucks that New York is so uh, tight with the rules and regulations. Um, the commission, you know, they play. It, it's all about who you get for that night. Sometimes you get someone who's really lenient. Sometimes you get someone who's real stringent, and you try to work around that. But mm -hmm. it's it's Battle Club is more than just name. That's what it is. When you're when it's you're in there, you can have world class technical wrestlers you know you yeah. can have you know like a, a darius carter who's in there and he's stretching limbs and he's wasting no motion but he's talking crap the whole time you can have <laughs> someone who on an independent level moves like so fluently like a matt mcintosh you can have someone who's bugged out trip cassidy you yeah. can have a, a monster who likes to throw bleachers and shane mercer <laughs> you can have a professional model, actor, YouTube star that has all the tools that it takes to succeed in all of them in Bowens. That's my main event for this show. I'm sorry to you know kind of slide that in there, but the thing is that the thing is that they get in the battle club ring and it's on. Yeah. It's on like I mean and, and this is not just a New York thing. This is everywhere. You know, when that tension's in the air and you see that dude walking up to you Everybody does it. You lift your pants because you know what's happened. You yeah, square yeah. Up, you square up and you about to throw down. Yeah, so that's the fit. So yeah, we're one big family. But when that bell rings, you know, it's it's it's, it's fight, fight big, on. Bro. Big fight field time. Exactly. Oh man, well I I, I really got to transition to this. Um, I don't think there's no other better way to go about this. We we got to talk about Woman Crush Wednesday, which was on um, April the third, which was the Wednesday, obviously of the start of WrestleMania weekend, it absolutely set the tone for wrestling in the New York slash New Jersey area for that week. And let it be known that of people who attended a billion shows that week, um, there's two things that I think that was a, was really on the tip of everybody's tongues. One being Nick Gage working every fucking match every, the entire week. Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> everywhere. Love that but, guy. But the next thing was that a lot of people felt that their match of their entire weekend started on that Wednesday, and rightfully so, because I was in the building for it. And God, I never felt an energy like that ever, ever, like period in the wrestling in the wrestling world. Like I just never felt that type of energy. And that being the Tasha Steele's Diamante <laughs> match, like absolutely bananas with just the crowd was so hot. 
I don't even know what temperature it was in there. And it wasn't really that hot because the door was open, but it felt like a billion degrees in there. And like outside of just the match itself, like everyone was so invested in that <laughs> match. Later for Tasha to just have one hell of a night period. But like that match was super duper amazing. Like without a doubt, one of the best matches I've ever seen. I want to know from your point of view, what was your thoughts hearing the crowd, knowing that it's going down, you're setting the tone for the weekend. Um, and then to see them go out there and perform it. And again, and you know, Tasha is somebody that you've uh you're friends with, obviously gave opportunity hardly invested in, and you know, for her to just go out there and do her damn thing the entire night. Like I, I, I need I need to tap into your mind, like I said, of like the Tasha Stills project that 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 night. So um, Tasha, I, I met her uh, working another show. Uh, I, I don't. I think I was doing filming for another company, and I saw her. I saw her work, and it was just like, yeah, she's she's got it. She's incredible. Walked over to her. Hey, how you doing? Big fan. Um, I'm booking for Battle Club. I want you as a regular. And she <laughs> like she looked at me. She goes, really? I was like, yeah. Like I want you. I want you there all the time. I don't ever want to have a show without you. She's like, I'm, I'm so down. I'm, I'm down. Let's make it happen. And, you know, I mean, it, it makes sense to me, but, you know, you might not necessarily get it from everybody. I literally looked her in the eyes. I said, who do you want? And she, without hesitation, Diamante. Yeah. And I'm, and now this is <laughs> 20. 2017? No, this was early 2018. Okay. So this is a match that's been over a year in making. Okay. I mean, bro, like, I didn't even finish Who Do Diamante. <laughs> <laughs> and then she, she's definitely, we had her on the show. She definitely said the same. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, that's she, she wanted. She's like, that's who I want. So um, Brooklyn, it's divided up in subsections. Hoods, whatever you want to call it, yep. you know, Bushwick, Bed-Stuy, uh, Bay Ridge, Williamsburg, Flatbush, you know, they're all broken up. There's sections like Knickerbocker, predominantly Hispanic, Latino Americans. We're very, very, very proud people. So you have that dynamic. You have the Cuban and the Puerto Rican dynamic. I mean, and I could, I honestly believe it's only crazier in a place like Florida because both are literally a pawn throw away from each other. So you have that insane dynamic. And then you have two incredibly talented, incredibly hardworking, incredibly genuine, yeah. incredibly amazing women who can go. So it's like, I have to make this happen. I have to make this happen. I have to make this happen. Now, unfortunately, uh, for May the Queen reign, uh, Diamante was hurt, <clears throat> unable to compete. Yep. I was literally going to set, you know, plant the seeds for the match there. Didn't happen. She was hurt. Um, and like the true professional she is, uh, she was like, I want to make it up to you. I, I want to make it up to you. Let me know. As soon as I can come back, I will. It's like, oh, totally fine. Um, we bring her back in October as a surprise. We announced her for the next night at Innovative, the other company I was running, but we didn't say anything about her being at Battle Club. 
boom, she tags with Tasha and Casey Navarro. They kill it. That that's one of my favorite matches of all time. Okay. I love it. I, I I love the main state posse. <laughs> um, Danger Kid gets in my face. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it was. You know, I try not to be part of the storyline, but I had to set the match up that way. Um, it was it was great. The feel like oh my god, this is family. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, the challenge gets thrown out there. Um, it was kind of a miscommunication. It was supposed to be a solo challenge for the next available date. <clears throat> Excuse me. Ends up that they get into a three-way for Harlow's title the next night. Innovative, which it was a great match. Harlow, you know, sneaks out the win. But now it's like set in stone. And one of the first things I did after that weekend was like, yo, the first match I'm booking, I'm doing it now, six months before I even announce the show, is Tasha and Diamante. <laughs> this is out in the Twitterverse. Yeah. If anyone books this before me, you've literally stolen the match. <laughs> Obviously, and you know, people respect and it doesn't happen. Or whatever, you know, they couldn't make it happen. And it's like it's it's literally like it's the first day of summer and just happens to be payday. <laughs> you, you you wake up an extra hour early, but you feel fully rested. Yep. So, so you just, the breath is come out amazing. There's no traffic on the way to work. <laughs> you, you sit at the desk. Your boss comes over and gives you all the recognition that you deserve. And you get a bonus, and then you get home, and on your way home, you find the lady of your dreams. The most impossible day it ever here. <laughs> it's the most impossible day ever. You, I knew the match was going to be great. I had zero idea the crowd would be that into it. And, you know, I, you know, give or take, you know, 50 people. It was anywhere between uh, 200 and 300 people there. Um and it was like, obviously on a very, 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 very smaller scale, but akin to like Hogan and Rock, Tasha, Steve. Yeah, it did. And I'm just like this, and Gooch, but yo, the entire match, calling it, and since sometimes you just hate technology, the the the, the commentary audio was lost. Oh, um, yeah, it's on title match with no commentary. The entire time, goosebumps. Like I, I yeah, say yeah. that like four times while I'm doing commentary and they just have an incredible match. Like, like Bruce Lee would talk about water and how it flows, but how it's still strong enough to break bricks or whatever, break rocks. And it was just, it was fluid. It was like, mm-hmm. it was like they were dancing. Like in my mind, like I've always told uh, Tasha this playfully, like I always want to do something where you guys would be mid match and then salsa would hit and you start dancing, <laughs> you know? But it's like, that's what they did, but they kept it a wrestling match. It was beautiful. It was yeah. it was the perfect definition of what wrestling is. You get you get emotional investment, you get highlights, you get you get that feel like you've become one with the match. Yeah. Yep. Uh it was the it was the most beautiful thing. It was probably one of the best matches I've ever booked. Like when mm-hmm. I really think about it, like I think about that match. I think about Dan Moff versus Mr. Grimm, like just matches that maybe people don't really think about, but when they happen, you're like, holy hell, like mm-hmm. what, what just happened? 
and and it just and it kept it kept people kept bringing it up like yo that Tasha Steele and, and Diamante match could be match of the week on, on the Indies like and and like you said Nick Gage worked every match I love Nick Gage there's no one more high energy than Nick Gage he is when he's going that crowd is behind him and he's yep. the crowd. <laughs> yeah. like to hear to keep hearing their name and I, you know all I did was put the match together they made the magic but that's literally what it was. They made magic. Like, yeah, it was it was like cinematic, bro. I yeah, I'm so happy. that's that's I'm the so perfect word for it. Yeah, yeah, definitely goosebumps. I've kind of lost at words at, at times. I think the break was afterwards, which was probably the best thing ever because, yes. like, I definitely needed a breather. I was so I was right. hungry too, and I just forgot <laughs> I was hungry. Till I realized, like, damn, I'm hungry. But like, yeah, that 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 was something special. That that I've definitely advised anybody listening to this to check that match out. Like, like no BS. Like, go check that match. And the whole and the whole card itself was damn good. Period. But like, um, I just never, I never seen a, a match that not only was just the wrestling inside of it so good, the storytelling, and then you know they were invested with each other. The crowd was invested with them. Crowd was invested with each other. It was. It felt like. Your city versus my city, your hood versus your hood, yes, and then yes, it's just all yeah. family at the end. Like it, it's it, man, it was it was poetic justice at its finest. Yeah, cinematic is the word, a hundred percent. There, you yeah. definitely nailed yeah. that. Thing, thing of beauty, man. But anyway, thing we got beauty. we got some magic going on. Better yet, there's some unfinished business, and I can only imagine with this title that uh, <laughs> maybe we see some unfinished business between the two of them. But again, the, you got more unfinished business with Tasha Steel and Hollow Hair as its own story in itself, but um, it's, it, I, I think it's worth to ask why the name Unfinished Business? So um, it stems from a couple of things. Um, I, I, I go through each and every match and there is some sort of history there. Um, we'll start with the, the championship match, the, the main event. This championship match started at the Bounty in Kings County. It started in 2017. Okay. Matt McIntosh, the bad apple, the apple of Battle Club's eye, wins a great four-way match between himself, Brute, Van Slyke, uh, the Man of Steel, Mike Verna, and Anthony Bowens. Um, wins that match, and he catapults himself into the match, and he's like, boom. And originally, it was supposed to be more of a tournament style, but I was like, we can't do it that way because we, we ended up with an odd number of people. Yeah. So that's where it started. So it's literally, we're talking literally 22 months later, almost two full years. And, you know, when you start something, like uh, how, how many people start like a project? Like you're, you're, you're building like a, I don't know, like a Gundam. Yeah. Let's say you're doing a Gundam. Hey, 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 hey. hey, right. hey and, now, and, now, I know about that, but if anybody don't know, like, this could be his own conversation here if it needs it to can be. be. It can be. <laughs> but but like, I'm, 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 I'm feeling you. Come on. You were saying, like, you know, real life kind of gets you. You know, yeah. real life gets you that, uh, that, right, that right hook. And you, start, <laughs> you got to focus on real life. And you realize, yo, two, three months later, I didn't finish this effing Gundam. Yeah. I'm going to finish this Gundam. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm going to put time to the side. If I got to call out, I'm going to call out and I'm going to finish. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's unfinished business. You know, Shane Shane Mercer has a banger of a match with Dan Moff, and he advances to the championship. 
Trip Cassidy has a banger of a match with Joe Gacy. Their match was so good, they realized they should become a team, and they turned into the madhouse. Trip Cassidy advances to the championship. Darius Carter, he, he gets to the championship match with his version of the Crusade for Change, him and the Carnies take on LAX. Mm-hmm. He wins that match. Um, Bowens, he loses his initial, that four-way, he initially loses the opportunity and wins it back by beating Clayton Gaines, Clayton Jackson, in a in a in just a, a stellar match. You're like Bowens is one of the guys, he'll only wrestle six minutes, six, seven minutes, and you're like, yo, that's a complete match yeah. in that time frame. Mm-hmm. So he's that good. So like, so now all these guys have advanced to the championship match, and Darius Carter has always called himself the ace of battle club. Mm-hmm. Matt McIntosh has tried to be more of, I'm going to show my work. I'm going to let my work talk for me in terms of me being the ace of battle club. So we do the, the show in the Bronx last year, him versus Jimmy Havoc, which is incredible. I mean, no one will ever forget him pissing on Jimmy Havoc with an apple juice. <laughs> How great is that? The bad apple. He, hey, three of all, he squeezes out apple juice to mimic pissing on him. Like, that's incredible. Um, but Darius Carter kind of got tired of Matt saying he's the ace. He interrupts the match, and it costs McIntosh. McIntosh loses the match to Jimmy Havoc. Darius decides to go, you know what? I, I can I can, I can, can one-up you. Not only am I going to win my next match, but I'm going to win my next match against Jimmy Havoc. Yep. And he does. He goes on, and he beats Jimmy Havoc. So now it's like all these pieces are out there, and, and I've got a, a one arm of a Gundam to the left, and I've got <laughs> – I've got the disassembled pieces of his core in my right drawer. I'm just going to put it together. We're going to take care of it. And, you know, we're going to crown the first ever Battle Club franchise champion, the world mm-hmm. heavyweight champion. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, that's how that goes with that match. So I love the Icons Championship as it is. And I know you have not shown the new heavyweight franchise championship. Any scoops on the detailing on this one, or we're just gonna have to wait and see next week. I, I, I so a lot of people jump down the WWE's back for like fifteen of their titles looking exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can show some lack of creativity, but what I do like is that the WWE World Title and the WWE Women's Title, the first Women's Title. They're exactly the same because in my eyes, it shows men and women are on equal footing. Fair. Okay. So I'm going to say that that's a hint, if you get what I'm saying. And everyone okay. loves the way the way the icons championship. Absolutely. Look. Yep. So, you know, it's, it's, you can kind of start formulating the ideas, but I just saw it and it is gorgeous. Well, at this point of the show, it'll be a good time to mention that if you do get you one of those VIP front row seats, that you get an opportunity to not only see the belt, but hold it. And not only just hold it, but get professional pictures done by uh, my friends Jay Lee and them. And they obviously, anybody knows, know they do dope work. So why not go ahead and get that get that deal if it's still going, right? You might, you might want to check. Yeah, of course it is. You might want to check that message. Oh, <laughs> I think that's probably somebody listening to the show. <laughs> you might want to, no, 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 but you might want to check that message. Oh, my message. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, it's a message. Let's see. Ooh. 
Should I just turn around on the screen real quick? No, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, that is beauty. Well, guys, sorry. You can't be me. You can't be cool. But, yeah, <laughs> but you can't get that VIP seat. <laughs> and, and, you know, like, we always try to take care of those that do, do the pre-order. The Ooh. VIPs. Ooh. Um, yeah, you see the little, the, the subtle I see, difference. I see. I yeah, I see something that I don't even want to drop, but I see I see there's some very particular detail here that's worth mentioning. That is awesome. And it you know what? It's it's anybody that may be curious, I can't wait a week. If you listen to the show about Battle Club and what they want to be a staple of, this belt definitely signifies that. So uh it's some contest of what may be on there, but that is beautiful. Oh man, yeah, yeah. that VIP, that's yeah, why not? Get the front row, get in early. Exactly. Yeah. Right, you, you get in early, and you know, get you merch, uh, you get you comfortable, get your food right. and stuff, get your yeah, picture, yeah, and then you get the picture. Like Jay Lee does some of the best work ever. Like they're incredible, and um, I just thought I was like, how dope would it be to have a professional? Like you, you get to have a professional photo taken with yep. the title, and before we even crown champion, you you can say, hey, I held that belt first. Yep. Yeah. And you know you get the the Jaylee watermark, and you get to be plastered everywhere. If you want to put it as your Facebook avatar, yep. Twitter, whatever the case may be, and you know, like you get that full experience. You know, like you feel like a talent. You're doing exactly the behind the lights, shoot. professional camera, none of that cell right. phone BS with the exactly. stupid angles. You know, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And you know, and and Jaylee, like I asked them initially. And they were like really responding. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, we'll do it. That's a great idea. <laughs> it and, is. You know, I, I love them, man. I'm telling you, when I was I was in Florida visiting family, and the conversation kind of came up. They were like, "Hey, you know, um, we wanna we wanna come up and and you know just take some shots. Um, how can we work this out?" And I was like, "I mean, if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna come up and and like offer services, I'm I'm not gonna have you buy tickets." And then and a beautiful friendship. I was born from that, you know, and, you know, like I love paying for their services and I love working with them because they're professional, they're caring, and they, they love the product. You can see that through their lens. You can see yeah. that through their work. They love yeah. the product and I love that they love the product. And yeah. it's just, it's been, you know, with, with them, with Brian K, like I have three photographers who are just, eagle-eyed like perfect vision perfect timing it, it's incredible so like yeah it's it's a great deal you know it's it's just, i would love that i mean could you imagine being told hey we're gonna unveil the universal championship but here's your opportunity to take a picture with it before the winner of the match gets it easy it's crazy. easy done deal <laughs> i i really i'm really it's funny too i'm really really surprised no one else is taking this opportunity to do something like that but you know when you trend set you know they'll be surprised yeah. if other people are starting to do this you know <laughs> <laughs> um so let's i don't want to i don't want to like break down each match of the car but definitely um let's just run down some of the matches that's going to be on there. Or better yet let's run down some of the matches that you feel like people um if, if there's any preparation into going to match, you really broke down the main event and the story coming to that. Is there any, is there any other complex match uh, for you that you feel uh, is noteworthy at this point? Joe Gacy, CZW, megastar. Yep. Been yep. wrestling over a decade. Yep. JT Dunn. Yep. Another independent megastar tag team with Chris Hero. Mm -hmm. Working just about, you know, in the business going on a decade. 
How are these two never cross paths? Really? Never. First time ever. First time ever in a singles match. They've never crossed paths. And check this out. The last innovative show. JT Dunn has been my innovative main event every single match. Why? Because he's that damn good. Yeah. First, he had Shane Strickland. And, oh, my God, like, that's a banger. And, it's and, and you know, in the moment, you feel good. And then you go and you watch it. Like, my, my sister was looking. She, she Googled me at random. I was like, stop that. That's, no, just stop. And then the, Shane, the, the video pops up where I'm dancing with Jessica Havoc, and yeah. Shane Strickland, and JC. Dunn. I'm like, I'm such an idiot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but, you know, that, oh, my goodness, that match. Then he goes on, and he's like, I'm going to be the deathmatch king. Wrestles Jimmy Havoc, um, in the third one, uh, he call, he calls out Nick like, "Yo, JC Dunn just has done so much amazing things." Joe Gacy got tired of it. Why are you the one that calls everyone out? Why are you the main event every single time? Joe Gacy floors JT Dunn. They've never crossed paths. I have set the course for them to clash for the first time ever. Mm. Originally. The innovative pro main event of the fourth show. This is business. Sometimes business doesn't work out. So what do you do? You take all the cool things that we're going to do for one business and you bring it over, and boom, another unfinished business match. Wow, wow. I I mean, I I saw the match, and I just was just like, I know it's going to be good because I'm sure they worked before. I never realized they never worked each other. No, I, first time. Oh, that's first be a banker. I know another match that I had on my radar uh, for a quiet sleeper that's going to be a banger of a match is the Sea Stars, the Diamond Dolls, and the Ugly Ducklings. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so the, the Diamond Dogs and the Sea Stars, and a ton of credit goes out to Wrestlers Lab, Chris Ruiz, Mike Sweeney, more family. Love those guys. You know, if if you you want to talk about like. You talk about a professional company like the Golden State Warriors have sent a scout to a high school in in Mississippi. That's what these guys do. These guys, you talk about finger on the pulse. They see up and coming independent wrestlers like you know most people see red lights. Like you immediately realize it. Like they <laughs> they they, I mean, they are such good good scouts. They are they just know great talent. So. They had they set up a match with the Diamond Dogs and the Sea Stars. They also have at one they they paired the Diamond Dogs with the Ducks to face the Mainstay Posse and Ryan Galleon. <laughs> the, the 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 Ducks get betrayed by the Dogs. Yeah. They go for the launch pad McQuack, and that 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 clip went viral like yeah. something like three hundred thousand views or some yeah. wild content. <laughs> Where you get super kicked out the air. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so, so the dogs got beef with the ducks. The dogs got beef with the sea stars. And the sea stars have always wanted to work the ducks. Yeah. Well, why not put them all together? Yeah. Yeah. I, I look forward to that. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh just slipped out of my head that quick with the uh with the cannon. Um Grand Bell. Yeah, Grand Bell. Yeah, I mean, I've seen the guy work a few times. For for the amount of experience he has, super polished, such a nice guy, hard worker, um, just a great dude overall. So um, uh, it's always good to see him work. And I think the Diamond Dolls, I think I think that just perfectly works. And the Ducks, arguably, is one of the best tag teams on the on the on the independent circuit right now, easily. They've 
they have got to be the most entertaining tag team. Yeah, yeah. They it's, have. I mean, it's it's and it's like it doesn't matter who's across the ring. You're gonna you're gonna laugh. You might even cry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're, you're you're gonna you're gonna be wowed and you're gonna feel entertained every yeah. single time. Yeah, and, and then, take nothing from the Sea Stars. They're sisters. No, you 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 bro, know. They just did, you know, like we talked about, like it's good to know what you what you know about the people that you're using. Or they just did bar wrestling. Yeah. And it was they they talk about how incredible that feeling was to be, you know, to go to the other side of the country and do stuff like that. Like they've done WWR. Yeah. Delmi did like she calls herself one of the boys. Bro, she she's got she's got no issues. Getting into crazy matches with yep. guys. <laughs> Ashley is so yeah. so polished. Yep. You know the Oceana, the the Jakara ties. Like they just this is just great. And you know, you, it, it's 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 also kind of funny. They're all they're all some form of you know animal. <laughs> you got dogs. You got ducks. You got sea stuff. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. You know. <laughs> It's, oh, it's, it's 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 a funny thing like that, but like it's just it's it's wonderful and and again, salt of the earth people, so genuine, so loving. <laughs> I coach Mikey is my spirit animal. But there's man, no, what? <laughs> <laughs> there's there's like he is life goals. Like he he gets to travel the world in a Hawaiian shirt that's always open and flip flops. <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> but, I mean, I love lovely people, and you know, you you talked about Graham Bell. There is literally he. There's no one like you. Just you would never know. Like if you see him in regular clothes, you have no idea. You think he's a fan, yeah. And then he gets out there, and you're like, what? That's not the same guy I just spoke. Yeah, to. No. no way. No, he's so like it's like it's great because you just you'll never put two and two together. He's, yeah. he's literally the perfect assassin. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, I remember I seen him at um uh when I seen him Mania Weekend last year and he was just kind of like floating around. So I was like, Graham's like, wait, what are you doing? He's like, Oh, I'm just trying to help out, volunteer or anything, you know, can 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 contribute. I was just like, I almost didn't even notice you for a second. Cause you're just really looking like just a regular guy here. <laughs> but such a nice guy. And then that's the you know, you know, you see him in the ring, like you said, and he, he does it all. Yeah, but the viral video of him being <laughs> super kick was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Was, oh and you know, the, the, again, credit to the lab. The lab set that up. You know, thousands of people shared it and they didn't get them to just do. And Mike Sweeney set that up at the Knights of Columbus in Jersey. Man, that's Bro, what's up. The timing. You talk about <laughs> impeccable. Yes. Impe- that he's literally an assassin. Yeah. How do you how do you pinpoint kicking a flying human being in the head? And <laughs> not only did he pinpoint it, like Lance went the whole other way. Like yeah. he totally diverted his flight path. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh man, that's gonna be that's gonna be a match. I look forward to it. Um, one other thing about the car too. So Maria Manic is on your flyer, and I didn't see a match announced for her. I got my speculations, and it's not even important if you don't want to drop it yet. The only important thing I want to know is: Do you plan on having her? Well, I know I don't even know if you plan on having it, but uh, are you gonna have a talk with her about like throwing people at 
fans because uh I didn't I didn't, I didn't ask for Sue Young to be thrown at me, you know. And I, also also didn't also didn't plan on being cursed out for someone throwing somebody at me as well too. Yeah. Yeah. So um I I am I'm 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 not uh, legally allowed to say what's going on with Miria. She's totally fine. She's wonderful. She's one of the most badass people on the planet. Indeed. I love her with all my heart. Um and it's it's funny. It's like uh you know when you people always go like how do you get mad when you get caught doing something wrong? <laughs> Maria's gonna be mad for doing something wrong, and you're still gonna feel like you did it wrong. And that's. What, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like it's like yo you just threw this person at me who told you to be in the way i know exactly <laughs> um, she's amazing. I, I, I would love for her to come out um still working on it okay. incredible talent um but you know what the whole point of working battle club is to get bigger and better brand recognition so that's okay. the that's the least i'll say about that um but that's good because you know, as one person slides out, that means the door's wide open for someone else. So That's right. if I can't have if I can't have a manic, I uh, can't have a maniac in the Maria manic, I'm gonna have a sexy young cannibal in Savannah Evans. Yeah. She mm -hmm. slid right into that door. Won, now, her, we, won her last match with Kira Hogan, so I think it's right, only right that she's, she's got unfinished business. She's and got I'm unfinished just, business. I, I won't say where she'll pop up, but she's gonna pop up for sure. Right on. Well, I don't know. I feel like we covered a lot. I think we got a lot of things out today. I'm trying to think. Did we did we miss anything? You think? I don't. I don't think we missed anything. This was this has been one of my like like uh, one of my favorite interviews. Like, oh man, I appreciate it's, that. It's a conversation. It's, you're right. It's a it's a like, you know, it's you know you ain't seen your cousin in ten years, but he's at the cookout. <laughs> yeah, you know that's exactly it. <laughs> he's, at, he's at the cookout, so I'm gonna I'm kick it with him. Yeah, I feel you on that. Yeah, we gotta we do. We'll definitely chop it up some more uh, as exactly. we get it's like, next you know, week, man. Hey, yo, cuz you still with that? You still with old girl, bro? Bro, you don't, you don't even know, bro. You don't yeah. even know. What, what you, yeah, what you, yeah, what you think the Giants gonna do this year? You know that type of conversation, barbershop talk. That's exactly. in true, exactly. in true New York fashion, barbershop talk. The originators that's, of that's of detailed exactly, conversation. That is exactly what I want. Like uh, uh, I've said it before in interviews. That's exactly what I want. I want yeah. battle club. You feel like you're at the barber shop. You yeah. feel like uh, I, I I love the the documentary on the um oh my god now I can't the you ain't studio talking about 54. studio fifty four yeah yeah yep, you yep. Walk, like you're on one side of that door dealing with discrimination hate bigotry homophobia mm -hmm. the moment you walk into the venue everyone loves you yeah that's what I want. And while that's going on, while you're embracing all the love, you can look at center stage and watch two guys or two gals beat the ever living shit out of each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then hug it out afterwards. <laughs> oh, I, 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 you know what? I did just forget something that's really important here. Something that's really important at the bottom of this flyer. This is an outdoor show. Right. So we have been trying to pull this outdoor trigger forever. Mother Nature is my <laughs> arch enemy, it, it feels like. Uh, um, thank God it ain't this week. <laughs> right. We do have backup plans. So 
you know, we have a, we have space to do it inside. But in my eyes, I would love nothing more for it to be an outdoor show because the way it's situated, there's not a skyscraper behind the venue. Uh, so you're going to get a Jay Lee or a Brian photography or Zane Decker or Tommy uh, Tony Damaso video or, or photo with whoever this is the first ever champion or whoever is the icons champion, whether it's T Tasha or Harlow, and you're going to see them elevated with perfect lighting and the, the moon and the stars behind them. That's that, dope. That's always been the goal. Yeah. So it holds up. It's perfect. If it doesn't, we have backup plans. But yeah, tentatively, it's it's an outdoor show. You know, it's a first day of summer is the twentieth or the twenty first. Like it's perfect. You know, you go, you enjoy it. You're outdoors with your friends, your family, and you're watching some kick ass wrestling. Yeah, that's right. I look forward to that, man. I've been in the building, obviously, but anybody else? Again, uh, number one to get all your information, step over to the Twitter page at X Battle Club Pro. Um, the pinned tweet gets you all the information for unfinished business. I'll list it here. Um, obviously be in the description below for this video, or if you listen to the podcast, whatever it may be, June 21st, 2019, 185 Ellery Street, that is Brooklyn, New York, VIP. You're getting in there at 6:30. Doors is at 7:30, bells is at 8. So if you you know, kind of put that into perspective, you have an hour before anybody else get in to get your merch. Holler at Joe Kim because he's open book. You know, come talk to him. He's approachable, cool guy. Holler at the talent that's there. You know, you know, get comfortable, get you some food, whatever it may be. Get in there early, get your picture taken for the VIP uh package, uh, which will cost you 40 bucks. Second row will cost you 30 bucks, and third row and GA will cost you 30 bucks. So can't beat that. It's got a hell of a, a hell of a card. Um, coming right off of which was just another hell of a car. And the guys in New York, man, they're they're working, and, and it's it's a special thing. Be part of the culture, man, because this is it's absolutely a movement. But uh, but Joe Kim, man, uh, I appreciate you chatting with me. Like you said, catching up with a cousin for a long time has been great. <laughs> yeah. thank, thank you so much, man. Your your support, man, is 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 ridiculously appreciated. I um. You know, like I saw when I when I when we finally met and I told you like how dope that the interview that that final interview you did with Mia, how dope that was. And I just I appreciate sat there that. With, like I was like, this is someone I would love to just kick it with, man. And you, you, <laughs> you saw it firsthand, man. I saw it and, and the big hug. I'm a big I'm a big guy. Yeah. Big all day. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's just it's all love. And man, I, I, I appreciate everything. I thank man. you so much. But that was, I got to be honest, that was a hard interview and we're cool too and friends, but like being really part of the whole arc of what happened there from her going down in the injury in my area to her coming back in New Orleans for, um, I forget what promotion, but I came to that show, her first show back, going to, uh, going to the Mayan Classic and, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I am not that guy. I'm not that guy. And, and I didn't even know this was a thing until some guy came up to me and was like, Hey, so did you watch NST last week? I was like, uh, yeah, I think so. He's like, did you hear that guy that like started the chant? I was like, huh? He's like, yeah, that was me. I started the chant. I was like, okay, um, cool. I didn't, I didn't know that was the thing to be like, I was the guy that started chant. But for, for you know, for what it's worth, made my way down to Florida in a kind of a stealth in and out mission. But I know, like, for the two days I was down there, I know, like, every single time I popped out, started the chant to uh, get the, uh, you know put the message out there that we want we want the homie signed and 
just to see everything go full circle, man, that was that was I was full of emotion because like like just like you say, you know, it's it's always good when you're able to help in any way possible, you know, and 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 putting positivity out there to see people like flourish in their in their career and their passion. So like that was it was it was really dope time for sure. Yeah, no, and, and I know you're trying to sign off, and it's this is the problem with no, no, you're good. You know, when you talk with your family, you have 37 goodbyes before you actually leave. <laughs> or, and, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, hey, can you do something for me before you leave? Exactly. <laughs> Put it away. Put it away. Um, I have on multiple occasions told Mia and told uh, LAX, like, we, we do our best not to bring in these super mega stars. We really want to showcase the, the talent for what they are. Like, you know, the guys looking for the contract in my eyes are the guys that are the stars of the show. Yeah. But I tell, I've told, I've told Mia, I've told Santana, like you guys are the reason why I really feel like we have been doing well. Like we are where we are, I think because off, off of them, you know, LAX has been on a few shows. Um, you know, the, the first ever battle club match was EYFBO versus Massage Envy, mm-hmm. you know, Guys from New York, man, again, the epitome, like you were talking about, the feel, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? The shorts, the, the bandanas. Mm-hmm. Mia was on the early show, and she, 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 she faced Jordan Grace. Again, the bandana, yeah. you know, the whole look, the, 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 the slow metamorphosis. I'll never forget that. Like, that's my favorite picture. I, you know, you know, you know the, the, the term Mark is, you know, it can be good or bad, but, like, I, I literally, I love it. I love, every time I see that picture with me and her doing commentary, it, like, I, it melts my heart. And when she, you know, you know, I, I called her the war queen. She's like, no, 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 it's no longer the war queen. I'm the blazing baddie. And I'm just like, that, that's it. That's, 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 it. It's that's it. it. That was it. I'm like, that's the thing. Everybody has to have their thing. And I'm just like, when she said that, I'm like, that's it. That's it. it. Yeah. So, man, there is literally no one more deserving from her personal stories, you know, yeah. the, the horror she's gone through and she's overcame the mm-hmm. injury. And just, I mean, the, bro. Greatest, greatest non-wrestling, wrestling-related moment. She wished me a happy birthday. I, I, how do you not cry? How do you not yeah. cry happy tears? I'm like, get the fuck. She's that. What? No, not her. She did. So yeah. just you know, always down to have like personal conversations. The fame doesn't get to her, and those are the, those are the people who deserve the most fame. She's yeah, no so selfish. No yes, no better person can all this and everything that is to come go-to she is absolutely incredible inspiring and you know you gotta love everything about her because she busted her ass to get it and she's still humble mm-hmm. well said i have nothing to add to that um just like it, it is it is really cool to see somebody again um a first celebrity to be so down to earth and just transparent throughout the entire friendship like you know a lot of people have issues with people letting stardom or anything you know inflate their heads at a time not at all still get you know regular um talk about movies and stuff all the time just regular stuff hey, you know who, who can talk about toy story or lion king to their friend like that just like off regular you know what i mean that's made it, you know what i mean like cool moments like that you know yeah really cool that's, so. that's the best that's the best like that's the that's the bond you know like i don't i i don't it's not something i normally i don't i don't ever really do it take pictures with the talent because so often you, you get the fans and they take pictures of talent and they feel like, and this is what's great about indie wrestling. You yep. know, you pay, 
you know, whatever X amount of dollars for like an access moment. And, you know, they're doing their job. They're doing the meet and greet. Not personable. Right. At an (laughs) indie show, at an indie show, when you say, hey, I met this person, you can mean it. Mm -hmm. You sat, you talked with them. You talked about maybe the inspiration behind the merch. Oh, what it is you're doing or, Mm -hmm. you know, actually engage with them. So, like, with me, I don't want to take pictures. I want to build bonds. Yeah. And for you to tell me that, like, Harlow and Tasha have spoken highly of me, like, that, that's that's beautiful. That means the world to me because those are two athletes that I genuinely believe in. Yeah. So, like, that's the goal is, like, this indie wrestling is to f- you feel connected. You know, like, it's it's uh, the, the, the pride hit different when you had a conversation with them in a, in a gym, yeah. you know, <laughs> Brooklyn. Before they're in Madison Square Garden selling yeah, out. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> true. I, 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 and just to be clear, anybody that may not understand the dynamics here, like there's people who are selfless who just want to see other people do better. Then there's people that's like, well, I want everything and everything to revolve around me and I become the star. And typically that person I'm kind of molding out aren't really the people that's doing the work. <laughs> They're just literally, you know, this self-inflated person, an egotistical person that just thinks it, it's about them. And in person, independent wrestling, I feel it's about everybody. And that's that's what I love about it. You know what I mean? I WWE and whatever, that's that. It's like great. This- it's, 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 it's the end game. It's the goal. Yeah. It's, you know, I'm going to set myself up and my family up, hopefully, for the rest of our lives. Yeah. That's what you work towards. Yeah. But, you know, it's... The support, everything is just, it's a whole different level. It's a different feeling. Like, I, I mean, again, just little things. We talk about Mia when she, when she, when she had a match with Jordan, she came out with a 13th floor t-shirt. Like to this day, Trev talks to me about that. Like how awesome that was. Like we're, we're, you know, not necessarily big up in, in, in the New York area and she's wearing us in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Like little things like that, you know, like, Fans doing artwork for them and them feeling yeah. so it's like just those little things is so much more. The bond is greater because it's there. It's 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 intimate. I can see you. I don't have to worry about these two six foot seven, four hundred pound security guards tackling me if I get too close to hug you because <laughs> you're inviting the hug. Yeah. You know? That's true. And by all means, too, like as, as much as we're emphasizing on everything being so family-oriented and the, the culture being really cool, people still, still, by all means, be respectful. <laughs> don't yeah, cross the lines. Be yeah, don't cross the Please don't cross the <laughs> And you don't get that there. You don't get that there. I, right. I, you know, everyone, I've, people I've been around, you know, everyone, everyone's happy. And again, besides just the quality of the production and the wrestling in the ring, Everything about it is just on the up and up. The positivity, the, the positivity, the vibes is for everybody. Very inclusive, um, and you know, it's just it's just a good feel. I mean, you don't you don't get a better bang for your buck for the money you spent to go to a battle club show. So you know, people like if if even if you, the traveling is an obstacle for you, whatever, watch some of the stuff on uh, on, on the title match network, like. It's it's out there. You and and even even then, I feel like this brand still gravitates you to see the purity of what's happening up in the New York area and maybe other places too. You ran Connecticut, you ran New Jersey. Um, wouldn't it be opposed to seeing you drip down in the DC area maybe one time? I don't know, I, man. I, I would. I want to. I want to go everywhere, man. I want to. <laughs> I would love. I would love to have 
a show in every state, uh, eventually a show in every continent and every country. Like the goal, you know, the goal is to 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 make it worldwide. But again, I zero desire for blood money. I want everybody yeah. to, to come up. Like the we gonna come up like a family. You know what I'm saying? Y'all right. gonna win because that's that's what y'all deserve and that's what I want. Right on. Well. Um, again, yeah, you're right, because we could probably talk for like years on this and then <laughs> too long, then no one's gonna listen to the episode. So um, but anyway, for for again, just to make sure I got everything plugged in, everything will be in the description. But if you're just listening for whatever reason, for sure, holla at Joe Kim at on his Twitter page, Joe Kim Morales, um, and at and at X Battle Club Pro. Um, follow his personal page and the page there. Um, and reach out to him about sponsorships and stuff too. So definitely open. Um, they treat their sponsors good, as you see. You get on flyers, you get time to um, interact with talent and himself and staff and all sorts sorts of things. Banner placement, all that. So it's it's good business, man. You know, and and, and you know me, uh, you know, running a podcast, whatever. I, I I'm going to give props for somebody that's running good business on a note and also can be very friendly and personable on another note. So like a guy that this does it all selfless and puts on damn good wrestling in New York. So it doesn't get no better than that. So definitely the people support it, come out. And uh, if you got any questions, shoot them a message. Those DMs are open. No, not no creepy questions too. I always got to filter <laughs> people out, man. You just want people to get too comfortable. Don't want nobody <laughs> DMing like, hey, can I come stay up there with you? Like, no, you can't do that. <laughs> you know, we're not that family. <laughs> well, anyway, y'all, Um, again, June 21st, get your tickets if you haven't got it now. And um, Joe Kim, thanks for hollering at me tonight, man. We will, I'll catch you next Friday. Maybe we'll do something in person as well, too. Oh, that would be great, man. Thank, thank you so much, family. I appreciate it. No doubt. And anybody that tuned in tonight, thank you for tuning in. And again, all the information is in the description. And make sure you subscribe so that when I'm late to shows because of updates and stuff, you'll get that notification when we go live and you can get catch all the other exclusive interviews and content that's coming out. But again, thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you guys next week.